episode 13. I thought I'd change it up the way I introduced us this time. Brilliant. Episode 13. Oh my god. <laughs> Shocking. Back with the bald man for another week of entertainment. Bring to you by, bring to you by, brought to you by Marcus Crowe and the bald man, Patrick Faraday. Yeah, that's me. And where are we again? Crow's Cave. Crow's Cave quality. I love that. You're like a budget Batman. <laughs> Does it get better than this? Crow's Air Cave. Air-conditioned room. I walk in it. Come on. I let myself in, didn't knock. Walk straight in. Marcus is in the shower, but fear not, ladies and gents. He's already got the candle lit on the table. <laughs> I love a good candle. Don't get me wrong. It's shocking. you got to make it's, sure the apartment smells nice. It's shocking behaviour. Ready for anyone to enter at all times. So you just leave the door open, hoping for a, a nice stranger to walk in. <laughs> I actually left my apartment. Shouldn't probably tell anyone this. However, I did let leave my apartment open for like a straight weekend. If anyone Everything does want to know where he lives, just slide into my DMs and I'll send you his address. Do <laughs> what you wish. Quality. Brilliant. What a weekend. What an unbelievable week and a weekend. Class. Doesn't get better than that. Anyway, Class. that's it, ladies and gents. <laughs> that's it. Episode 13. <laughs> episode uh, 13, done. Uh, there's actually quite a lot of funny stuff to go over, I think, in this ep. There is. We got some stuff backlogged from last week that we just didn't have time to squeeze in. Yeah, we'll start with and, that. Um, oh, it's just it's just quality, in it? Week two, back in Florida. Great to be back. Ugh. And the weather's going peachy as well. Uh. Um, Peach it, well, tea. it was your birthday last week, wasn't it? Yep, 27. We, we discussed it on the previous pod. Quality. 37, crazy. 37, imagine. You don't look a day over 30 as that well. That would be brutal. That's thing. 37. Couldn't think of anything worse. We probably have a few listeners that are 37, like, chill out. We have listeners way older than 55. Um, Alright, your mummy and daddy. Yes, exactly. I just couldn't imagine being 37 now. 37, you'd expect to have kids, family... Just does not sound appealing <laughs> at all. Grow up. I want to be on the loop. You're so immature. For life. Says the 34 year old in the room. Brilliant. <laughs> Again, another lie. <laughs> yeah, Alright, 37. Oh, Christ. Anyway, so it's your birthday. Do you want to yes. tell them about the event? Do you think they even care about it? Probably honestly? don't care, to be honest. <laughs> I don't even care myself. But I'll tell you what, this weekend was oh. quality. Went to Pittsburgh and the weather was unbelievable. Best weather. It was the highs of 64, lows of like 49, 50. Ah, oh, it was unbelievable. So I uh, got about four hours sleep, got up at 4 a.m. And uh, Which you, for you, you'll you. like this one. You'll actually like this one. You'll actually very much like this oh, one. Oh, here we go. So Friday morning, got four hours sleep, woke up at 4 a.m., got ready, dressed, showered, got all packed the night before. Just so prepared. Leave the gaff, 4.50, only takes 10 minutes to get to the airport, get there at 5am, hour, dead, long term parking, straight to, straight got the tram, straight to the TSA check-in area, there's about 250 people in line. Quality. I'm thinking to myself, shit, I'm not getting on the plane. See, I'm not getting on the just, plane. It's so foolish, like why risk it? I, but this is the thing, I got an hour early. At 5am, there's no chance. Sorry, ladies and gents, an hour, uh, getting to a, an airport an hour before your flight is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, don't be I've old. Got, I've got on trains earlier than an hour before. Like, 
I'll tell it's you just, what. There's no I'll point. tell you what. I got on the plane, walked straight to the front, backpack on back. Everyone was wondering who the hell is this guy walking through. I walked straight to the front. The guy was like, what time's your flight? He's like, seven. I look at the clock and I'm like, bit early, aren't you, me? <laughs> Go straight to the front, two people in, straight through, straight on the plane. I'll tell you what, there's, there's not much I hate more than a queue jumper. But you know what? Desperate times call for desperate measures. Shocking, baby. It was an hour, an hour and a half light. Oh, for God's sake. It was quality. So that, 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 that started off the trip on good ends. And then, yeah, straight off the, uh, straight off the flight and uh, played Nevillewood. Well, it's actually called the golf at Nevillewood. The club at Nevillewood. The club at Nevillewood. Oh, geez, I know Nevillewood. where you played better than you. Well, yeah, because you just Googled it for me. So I actually didn't know the name. I thought it was just Nevillewood. And I tell you what, it was a 1992 Jack Nicholas course design. Jackie? And it was unbelievable. I always, people always exaggerate like the purest you've ever played. It wasn't the purest I've ever played, but it was up there. It was the the bunkers were elite. The greens were running smooth. Tens, elevens. It was just a good, very, very, very good call. And actually, up there, top five, top six, eighteen holes, with regards to the clubhouse. Huge clubhouse. Um, river in front of it. Front right pin. Greens were fast. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was a very, very good. Uh, All right, decent. Good call. Shot seventy two. Even par. So yeah, no, it was a good day, very good day, and the weather, as I say, was absolute peach. Then, uh, so we we drank, had a transfusion actually to give a transfusion review. Transfusion was very decent. Was it very grapey? decent? The, um, was it dark or light? It was kind of perfect color actually. It it wasn't it wasn't too dark nor too light, um, mm. but the. The only thing is, though, I'm not a styrofoam. I'm a, I'm a styrofoam cup geezer. It was a plastic cup. It was a plastic cup. Yeah, I know what I you mean. Th- you know why they do that, by the way. I've talked to many food and beverage, either managers or, you know, servers behind the bar. You know why they do it? No. So then, it it basically the the ice melts quicker, so you have to drink it faster. In plastic. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because you think styrofoam would probably be cheaper than plastic, wouldn't you? Uh, maybe not. I honestly have no idea. Yeah. But anyway, it was a very, very good transfusion. I also had uh, quite a lot of high noons as well. Oh, and started drinking Bloody Marys at 7am on the plane. So, yeah, and I can actually vouch for this because he probably sent me a message every single day saying, Faraday, (laughs) I'm absolutely battered. (laughs) I woke up, Bloody Mary. Woke up, Bloody Mary. I had an espresso martini at 12.15 before the round it doesn't surprise me like, I'm not shocked by this behaviour it was quality it was unbelievable this, we need to do this once a month um, once a month you also you went with your boss man who likes he likes to have a gamble and stuff what, mm. what was the gambling on course like um, gambling on course first day um, even so we played a game as people know of the golfing addicts we played banker so I was giving quite a fair few shots I was giving I was giving like 8 to 14 shots Hmm. out there um, I lost $40 on the first day considering I was down like 260 at one point I mean, honestly respectable considering the game can be dangerous it can be very dangerous so I'll give you a little hint of what happened so par 3 um, I actually put a uh, pit, one of the pictures of par 3 on my personal Instagram but then also Life on the Loop Instagram 
And so I was the banker. So when you're the banker, you play three individual matches and you can limit the bets from however many dollars you want to play for. So We've done I, the explanation before. Let's wrap I know. Through. I just wanted to go through again. So $10 was the max. All right. Good French buddy. He, he bet the $10. And then on par threes, you can triple in the air. So he so that naturally goes to 30. He put it to like probably 20 feet, 15, 20 feet. A little slider. So I'm like, ah, nothing, nothing to worry about. I then hit my shot. It was it was pin seeking, but you have to double or triple before it hits the ground. So I triple back. One bounce just trickles over the back of the green. Ah, but I'm like, you know what? It's, it, you know, worst comes to worst, we push. It's fine. So that bet then basically goes from uh, ten to thirty, and then thirty to ninety. But ladies and gentlemen, you've got to remember: if any of us birdie the hole, it doubles. So that 90 could be 180. If, if Reno makes this putt, that's $180 from $10. Quality. So, yeah, then I proceeded to uh, duff my chip to about <laughs> 10 feet, made, made, made the par, but then he made the birdie. Fantastic. So, lost 180. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so even though I shot even par, I lost $40. But, yeah, a lot of gambling. Quality. And, um, yeah, and then Saturday, good friend of mine, club that I used to work at, he was at Allegheny Country Club. And if anyone has the privilege to go play that golf course, it was definite top 10 course I've ever played, but greens, top three. Crikey. Top three greens I've played in my life. What are we talking on the stimp? 14s. Oh, good Maybe grief. Maybe 16 downhill. I am not, I am not kidding you. Down grain, 16. They were four, they were 13 and a half to 14 and massive. I three putted twice. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I hit the ball really, really good. I shot four over, three over in the front uh, after a silly double. Start off the day though, drive a wedge to two inches. Nearly start the day with an eagle. No warm up. Sorry, Sorry. you had a wedge into a par five. Nearly made eagle. I said. Oh, okay. okay par yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. Made okay. tap in birdie to two inches. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Then, then, then second hole, put it to about ten feet behind the pin. Then three whacked. So that that it was no honestly it was from from start to finish it was just absolutely incredible but it was there was so much history it was an 1895 design uh, Gil Hans Gilly good friend of ours listen to the pod <laughs> imagine call it um, but yeah Gil Hans redesigned in 2006 it was a classic Donald Ross in 1933 um, it was it was just unbelievable I'm going to post uh, the uh, part 2 day 2 of Allegheny Country Club but it's just it was just sensational absolutely sensational and there was a drink um, didn't have a transfusion here didn't have one um, but I had what's called a Manning and the Manning is a member called Manning O'Connor and he went to a club a few times around the area and loved the club lemonade. Hmm. He loved, he just loved the lemonade. It had like lemon, like kind of bits in it. And um, brought that back and then put it with... Um, some vody, just some tossed some vody in there. Just tossed some vody in it and um, squeeze of lime. It was, it was decent. It sounds quite pleasant. It was refreshing, very refreshing, honestly. It, you know what? It kind of reminded me of that Bayonne drink, the watermelon, the, the freshly squeezed watermelon with vodka. I honestly don't remember. Well, yeah, we had about 12, so probably. Yeah. Then also, um, had a beer, um, and I'm going to get it up here on a moment, if I can find it. 
hopefully I'll throw it. There we go. It was called the Allegheny Airstrike. So back in the 50s, it's been going on. So the beer hadn't have come into effect till, till, I don't know, it was like the last 10, 15 years. But the story behind it was because they had it in the clubhouse and then they put it eventually in a can. Um, there was a member guest and one of the members got a new plane, as you do, casually. And on the 18th, it's one one of the hardest greens out there. But the the tee box is pretty basic. But he landed it, his plane on the 18th green. And one of the members said, "I don't think I don't think your planes um, I don't think your planes like worthy of it." Like you know, some guy just you know hmm. bantering on. He's like he's like, "I guarantee you, it'll just fit on the 18th fairway." So some guy's like, "Yeah, it's too small." Like blah blah blah. So after member guest, you know, it's probably late evening. They're going for dinner, and all you hear is just like. A plane coming into the clubhouse. Well, you know, lights are beaming towards the clubhouse. Everyone's like, Sick. "Oh my god!" So someone's going to crash their plane into the freaking clubhouse. This man went to the airport and pr- to prove the members wrong, he then drove and landed on eighteen <laughs> and said, "Look, flip my plane it. now." The words. The words. When did this happen? Do you know? This was this was in the forties and fifties. That's sick. Yeah. My question is, how did he get it out of there? Uh. The, I mean, it was it was a it, the fairway width wise. If any of you played it, probably not. But it's only sixty yards long, fifty yards long. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, fifty. Sorry, fifty yards long, like width wise. Oh, but like the hole itself was only three seven, three sixty, three seventy, and he was coming in hot apparently. Jeez. But yeah, so then they named it the uh, what crazy it's a, it's bastard? A, it's a Citra hopped ale, four point eight percent. And it was actually pretty damn good. So yeah, and uh, no, it was just it was first class. The the men's the locker room was as old as you. I mean, Jesus, twenty six, brilliant. Yeah, you wish. But no, old school classic lockers. But then the men's the men's room, you can smoke cigars in there. Just like it, just like a little dunny. It's like a little dunny with so super soft chairs, big mm. sofa, TV kind of big poker table card table and guys just bringing you drinks every five minutes like you haven't finished a drink yet the guy's already got a drink in your hand love that it's unbelievable and $50,000 initiation word has it for a club like that it's unbelievable I could play that course every single day your game would be unbelievable so yes um, and then went to the Bucks game which was unbelievable halfway line tickets but they lost cost. pointless I know Absolutely pointless. Unbelievable. Steelers fans are actually nuts. You know the Bolts were also playing up there? When they you were. against the Penguins. They, they also six, got they demolished. Too. <laughs> Just a bad weekend really, wasn't it? Bad weekend for Tampa Bay fans, but I had a great time. And then got in at like 1.30 last night. Just hung over. Terrible. Just wasn't ideal. And straight back on the loop today. Straight back on loop. You can't get him off the grass, this man. Afternoon loop. So yeah, that was me this weekend. I'll tell you what I, I need we need to do this once a, once a month just pick a place pick some golf courses and hopefully the Bucks will be playing as you were away it was down to me to um, provide the content from the loop so I've got a few items I want to address some funny things that I experienced slash witnessed the first I'm going to start in order of what I found funniest well least funny to funniest so, 
I, as you know, our caddy master is my best friend, or as Marcus would like to say, my padre. <laughs> <laughs> He's your dad, isn't he? I love, love him. him. I do love him. So, on the weekend, I, I got a loopy, and um, I, I, I grabbed my bag, and caddy master comes over, and he's like, uh, have I got time to go to the range? I'm like, sorry, what do you want about? You're the cat- you know the tea times. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, and then I clock it. He drives off, and I'm like, wait, are you in, are you in my group today? He was like, Verdi, you know it. Verdi, you anyway, know it, boy. <laughs> so it's, it was a quality group. It was my regular geezer. So your real daddy? Literally all my favorite. It was actually my favorite people <laughs> in the world. And then your stepdad. Honestly, literally, basically, put it like that. Anyway. So for some reason, Caddy Master's out there and he's just he's just rinsing me on every green read. Like twenty footer, he misses the twenty footer, he, and it's not even a bad part. He's like, "Good read, Faraday." <laughs> I'm like, "What? Are you, sorry, what's your problem?" Anyway, so we're on, we must be like four or five holes in, and he, he's done it every single green. But Karma, ladies and gents, is a bit of a bastard. So here's the situation. The man, he's hit a ball, he's very short on a green. Big hill to go up, pin is on top of like a, of a mound, so it's a pretty tough pace putt. Anyway, he hammers it. He hammers this first putt, probably 15 feet past, past the hole. I don't say anything, because whatever. Anyway, he's now got a comebacker, which again is kind of up to the mound. He's hit this comebacker, and he's left it about 7-8 feet short. Now this time I was I was starting to laugh a little bit because that that's just shocking. Anywho, so he's now got an eight foot up the hill for his three whack, and he's missed the eight foot for a three whack. So he's now already three putted, and he taps in for a four putt. Oh. I don't say anything, but next hole he has the audacity to give me some lip again and be like, another another bad read, Faraday. <laughs> and I turned around and I said, "What what are you talking about? You literally just four putted, <laughs> you tosser." You tosser, <laughs> you bloody bastard. Anyway, so that put an end to that. Quite. But I personally enjoyed that quite a lot. And then th- this is my particular highlight from the week of Caddian. It's something I- I've never seen before. But it-, it has to go down as one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. So uh, uh, I'll keep. I'm going to keep names out of it just for an anonymity's sake. But anyway. So assistant caddy master was at the helm this particular day, and do you know who I'm talking about here? Yeah, the caddy. He, he's other oh, caddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> the, the caddy as well. I, I like him a lot. He's a top boy. He's like super friendly. We can call him Foxy. Yeah, he's all, he's like a little bit kind of like hippie-ish, like very easygoing. Talks to anyone. Nicest guy in the world. Anyway, <laughs> so he's in this group. And um, the member of the group comes over to Caddy Master and says, look, whoever's got like, I don't know what his name was, like Billy's bag, just warn, warn them right now. He talks nonstop and the caddy's going to go absolutely mental by the end of the round. So assistant Caddy Master, he's, he's actually, who's also my best mate. He's not your best he's mate. He's my best mate. You say he's your best mate because you, you want him to give you loops. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Me and him shared a room. You would have never... Sorry, you shared a bed? Yes, we shared a room. A bed? A bedroom. Christ. I knew, I knew it. Anyway, so we've had some intimate moments together. But that's besides the point. So he's quite a funny guy, actually, once you get to know him. 
So he said, um, like jokingly to the member, he was like, oh, well, why don't, why don't you just tell him that your caddy's deaf? Like, <laughs> like he's a mute. And the, and the member was, thought that was actually a good idea. So he goes back, tells the player, um, just by the way, your caddy is he's, he's deaf. He's a deaf mute. No. But he can lip read. <laughs> <laughs> so in the meantime, assistant caddy master has pulled Foxy over. He's like, Foxy, uh, just so you know, We've we're, we've told your guy that you're a deaf that you're a deaf mute caddy, <laughs> and being the kind of guy he is, the nicest guy in the world, he's like, oh my no, I can't do that. You can't make me do this. Like, it's, I'm gonna be too uncomfortable. No, because if, even if he went along with it, the reaction, like one one reaction, you gotta you gotta end up speaking. Like good shot. Right. It's just natural. So, anyway, so he's like arguing. He's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I, I thought the whole concept was hilarious. So I was kind of shadowing, shadowing Foxy around, waiting for the introduction. Because you know how the introduction goes, right? You find uh, the bag, you're scrubbing the clubs down, and then they walk over and they, they introduce themselves like, hey, how's it going? You know, I'm blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I was stood right next to him. And like all the other guys in the group, they, they caddies have met and stuff. So Foxy, he's there with his bucket hat on and shades on. <laughs> His player comes over, and he uh, like introduces introduces himself. He's like, "Hey, hi, hey, I'm Billy." And Foxy doesn't even look up. <laughs> no. He's still scrubbing the club. He's scrubbing the club, and this guy's like, "I'm Billy," and he's he's ignored him again. No, he didn't get along with it. It was it was so funny. I had to walk <laughs> away. I was literally cracking up. Did he believe him? And then he he tapped him, and he was like, "I'm Billy." And Foxy looks up to him and just points at his name badge. <laughs> No, no way. I don't. I have no idea how he did it. <laughs> I've got no idea how he did it. It was so funny. Anyway, so I spoke with him because we weren't in the same group. So I spoke with him the next day, and I was like, "How long did you keep that up for?" He said he kept it up for four holes. No way. <laughs> he didn't say a word. How, did anyone tell him that he was deaf? Yes. Oh. Well, that's why he knew because he told his player that he had a deaf caddy. Gotcha. So he told me that. Like he was communicating, so you know the pin sheet. So he was writing down. He'd shoot it through the laser. He'd write the yardage on the pin sheet. No. And he'd do an arrow on the sheet for like wind direction, and he just show his guy. <laughs> yes. He just show his guy the pin sheet. Oh, that's class. But it was also quite funny the way he like revealed himself. He was on like number four, like the par three, and he was the first one on the box because his guy was out the hole, so he'd already shot it. So everyone walks up. And um, the the players are like, all right, what have we got? He just turns around because we got one ninety five to the <laughs> middle, two hundred to pin. <laughs> and this player was like, what? <laughs> oh my god! It was I was literally cracking up. <laughs> That's quality. Love that. <laughs> also, find me another job where you can get away with that sort of banter. You can't. You can't. Like, That's the best part. Honestly, of it. you do that in like a corporate job. You're going to HR. You're probably getting fired. <laughs> yeah. Just think, think about it. Think, think about it. So, Faraday was, first of all, I get in X amount of time last night. I'm absolutely knackered. I don't do morning loop. Mar- Faraday's just moaning. Just moaning. A straight it, it, 8 a.m. You're just moaning about life and your player and how he's hitting noodles and top oh, flights. and. Yes, I was moaning about my player because he couldn't play golf. What's <laughs> well, the point? Yeah. All right, fair enough. But you're getting paid an an extreme amount of money, realistically, per hour to do absolute sod all. Correct. Well, well, 
I'm, is it sod all when I'm looking through bushes, <laughs> when I'm raking every Come trap? Come on, man. It's not, it's not hard. You're literally moving your legs and you're just looking at it. You're right. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. And then I came back, afternoon loop, fully fresh, ready to go, and I'm on a golf cart. Well, that's the thing. Come on! Because <laughs> you get, you can get so spoiled doing this, like... Oh, and I've got my... I'm going to call him my guy now. He's my guy. I've got him for oh, member member. Here we go. Three day. Oh, I can't wait. Thursday, member, Friday, member, member member comes around and you've got some absolute banshee. <laughs> yeah. My guy. He's my guy. Oh, God. come on! Here I've got we... three days in the golf cart. Jolly oh, up. Here we go. Oh yeah, unbelievable. Actually, talking about noodles. Um, on Wednesday, I my guy who I loop for stripes it down the first. I'm just like, ah, oh, young guys, eight ten quality. Nothing's gonna go wrong here. Playing a noodle, ladies and gents. I'll be playing honest. Playing a noodle. That doesn't even shock me because, in, as you might recall, one of my rants this morning, our foursome consisted of guys playing noodles, Wilson Chaoses, <laughs> and Top Flights. A chaos. A noodle chaos. What was the Nike Mojo? The Nike Mojo? Mojo. Oh, what an absolute dog shite golf ball that was. The guy showed 114. I recorded a score. Collie. As you do. And he had, and he had close to 30 to 35 golf balls in his bag to which after the second hole I went and put half of them in the caddy shack he lost three golf balls that day huh. and shot 114 that's actually I forgot that one of my uh, notes from the week I had a fella heavy, heavy golf bag so as you do I, I don't mess about anymore I go straight into the pockets I'm delving around <laughs> I'm seeing what is making this thing heavy so I go through there I noted down exactly how many it was it was bottom heavy, which generally means he's got a ton of golf balls. So I pulled everything out of this bag because I, I pull it all out and I let him choose what goes back in. I pulled out a total of 12 sleeves of golf balls. 12 sleeves? Yeah. <gasps> 36 golf balls? Yes. Not dozens, like Christ. individual sleeves. And guess what he had the audacity to say as well? He, he says to me, well, first of all, I say, look, I'm not carrying all these balls. This is ridiculous. And then he says to me, what if I need more balls? 36 golf balls. You've got 12 sleeves of golf balls. 36 golf balls? How bad can you be? How bad was he? Not, I mean, he wasn't good, but he oh probably lost about Lord. 10, 10 to See, 12. That's See, what, that's what I got, that's what, that's the thing now with carrying. I don't actually mind if they're crap. I just, as long as they keep the ball on the planet and the, and the bag's relatively well, light, I can deal with that. I can deal with it. You, we can, I can sit down with, with every caddy in the shack and I can guarantee you that they don't mind a crap golfer as long as they have fun and, and the as bag's as long as light. they're a good lad and they're not miserable. Yeah. You can't be miserable if you're bad. Oh, you know what? Another thing that actually annoys me? Now I'm on this kind of like moaning rampage. So, one thing that particularly annoys me is when when a player hits a putt and they leave it like super pretty short and they're like oh man they're slow aren't they <laughs> no do, do you realize where we're playing we're <laughs> playing one of the best golf courses in florida in america it's in minty condition right now yeah you've had warm-up putts so the thing that triggered me today was we were 12 holes in and this kid get very started this kid does this so he leaves his, he leaves his putt like five feet short and he, he says everyone can hear him. he's like moaning like a public rant he's like oh man sorry this... moaning like a what a public who it's a public rant oh a public rant what you call him a public so rant he, he says like pretty loudly oh man they're so slow aren't they honestly I wanted to slap him around the head <laughs> how, how dare you say that I think personally I think it's the best course 
in Tampa Bay. Well, obviously. Well, well, come on. It's not even a question. I've just wanted to put it out there. That's just in perspective of how the audacity no, it's, he's had. It's, it's disgraceful. That. It's disgraceful. It's the best course by a country mile. Yes. It's unbelievable. The greens today were, were really solid. They weren't and crazy fast. They're only going to get better. So, oh, I know. I'm talking about greens, I, I still, I just want to, I just want to go back. That golf course I played this weekend, they were unbelievable. If, if, if the course that we carry at were, of, which I think they could potentially get them at that pace, it would be impossible. It would be impossible because the course that I played was only sixty six hundred yards. Bloody tough, mind. The course, the bloody course, tough. bloody, bloody Johnny, bloody hell. <laughs> The course, if, if if the course we carry at was was the course it is now with that fast greens, it would probably be top ten courses in the south of Florida. Bloody right, bloody Bradford. Aye. Um, what else? Oh, you know what? We have to go back to your trip because you made a monumental boo boo, didn't you? Not good. I'm gonna have to explain it. <laughs> Even though pre-recording, I went through the notes that we have, the shared notes folder, said, and Marcus says, oh, no, we can't talk about this. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. We can't talk like, about nah, this. I was like, nah, we've got to think about it. But then again, again, it's nothing It's nothing bad on my end, nor, nor, your, end, nor your end. It's just it's a sloppy mistake. Okay, so let's run through it's this. It's general boy banter Let's run well. through this. So Marcus has had God knows how many transfusions, 17. these aviation lagers, and his little lemon cocktail, you know. Was it on the Friday drinks. or the Saturday? No, it was, it, on was on it was on Friday. It was on Friday. It was on Friday, yeah. So, so I'd been drinking. I'd been up since 4 a.m. and I started drinking at 7. Anyway, let's put things into perspective. That's a perspective. So, we've just had a phone call with um, somebody, like, talking about some pod stuff and some potential, like, other ventures, blah, blah, blah. Really good, like, phone call, Zoom call. We were both on it. <laughs> trying to get, we're getting lots of information. They were very helpful. I am sloshed at this point. And absolutely beverage and is, I managed to pull myself together you were a little bit red faced well that honest. was because it was also cold and then when you hit the heat red cheeks appeared okay well anyway let's rattle through so we had the phone call I don't know 30 45 minutes blah blah blah, blah. person liked us gonna help gonna send us a load of info <laughs> and stuff so um, we hang up I'm well Marcus is going to dinner with his boss people and whatever's up in Pittsburgh I was going to a, a birthday dinner in Tampa. Anyway, so I'm at this the dinner table, and I, I get a message, and I, I just look at it, I glance at it, and it says Marcus, and then I, I look a little deeper, and it's there's another number, which I don't have saved. So there's a number that I didn't know. So I had to go through and open, and I realized it was the group chat we have with me, Marcus, and the person that we were on that phone call with. Who is a more mature person, professional? Um, but I was texting you after that conversation, just you. And this is what I don't get. Now I've, now I've, look at this. I now have favorited your name at the top of my phone. But, so when I know you've texted right. me, it's at the top. That's yeah. how prepared I am now for life. It's funny because we can go back to this as well. This is actually the second time this has happened. But, <laughs> but yeah, the first one wasn't too bad. Do you want to tell the ladies and gents, children, what you sent to me and this professional person? So Faraday's got... Or do got you want to, like, Faraday... tone it down a touch? I'm gonna, no, I'm going to say how it is. Well, you're going to say how it is, and then I'm going to deviate from that. So basically, I was texting Faraday. Conversation was huge. It was so big time. Like, a lot of good progress from that conversation happened. Very happy with it. 
So I'm obviously sourced. Another espresso martini is going down the gullet. At this point, it's a bit of a blur. And obviously, I'm like, Ferdy, what are you doing tonight? And he was like, oh, going to a buddy's uh, birthday, going to the addition, new gaff in Tampa, quali. For what, to what, obviously, clearly, my I've fat-fingered the scroll button, and I've I've scrolled down, and I have I have a few group chats with Faraday. There's there's a couple of them, and I just I've just must have just seen your name, Pat Faraday in brackets, bold man, and I Brilliant. clicked it. Brilliant. To which then, I was like, who are you going to audition with? And then said something else. <laughs> You didn't even say that. You didn't even say who you're going to... It's literally out of nowhere. No, no, no. Read it. It's You said, how's the edition? Yeah, that's it. So <laughs> I'm looking at this right now. So we've got the invite from this person for a Zoom chat at 5.32 p.m. It doesn't matter the, t- it doesn't matter the times. Yes, but it's just time funny. Of, yeah. Anyway, so at 8.17 p.m., out of nowhere, there's just a message from Marcus. How's the edition? How's the edition? Do you want me to say this next bit or do you want me to tone it down? <laughs> I've got to put it. I've got to say it. So he says, "How's the edition?" Uh, next line: Any women worthy shagging? <laughs> Are you kidding me? So I've read this, and I'm straight on the blower. Uh, I'm straight on the blower. I'm like, Marcus, you have just ruined everything we have just done with this person. I think you text me. Of course, I text you. Yeah, but you didn't call me. You text me. I know, I know exactly what I said. I bet I said. Oh no! Hold on, hold on, hold on. I bet I said you are an effing idiot. What the f have you just done? I don't even have the the the, the chat. I must have deleted the chat out of out of stress. Um. Yeah, you probably. I think I did. Oh my god! That's I think shocking. I may have done it. But you. Oh no, no. I remember what you were saying. You fucking lemon. <laughs> I remember that. No, I do remember that now. This is this this is why now you're favoured on my. On the fr- on the top of my phone now. We can't allow things like this to happen. We can't. We can't. It was it was sloppy on my end, but shall we? Ah, oh, oh no, carry on. What were you going to say? But yeah, no. It, basically, it was it was salvage because then Faraday came back in. Well, and, we discussed uh, it. I was like, "There's how how do I we can't, get out I of this? C- from this point on? I cannot say anything. I had to. Make I cannot up. say anything at this point. Yes. So I had to weasel up some sort of excuse that is a believable, and two doesn't sound too offensive slash vulgar. To, to try and get out of this situation unharmed. So basically, Fairy just said, "No what no, no, no clue what you're on about. You've clearly had a few transfusions at the work conference. Blah blah blah." Then we get the reply: "Sounds like a great night. Enjoy." So I think it's been salvaged. It, uh, it's, uh, Sorry. Could it be any women worthy shagging? <laughs> what a vulgar! Sh- oh, it's shocking! It's shocking from you. It really is. Uh, but you know what? Life happens. Um, quality. I'll tell you what, we should, as we're on the topic, let's run back through the first time you did this as well. Oh, that was nowhere near that. It was still, it was borderline bad though. <laughs> it wasn't borderline, yeah, it was fine. It was when we first got to New York, right? We first got to New York, we, we had a, a good like two weeks, and then it was quiet. We had like three or four days off, and we were like, this, this ain't right. We're up here trying to like make bank just for a couple months. Anyway, I remember it was fairly early morning. I was, oh, I don't know where I was. I was probably like out in the couch, eating me parfait as I do. Eating parfait. So, no, I, you were, you were um, actually on the shitter. I remember this. Yeah. So, I get a message. Again, you sent me a private message. You're like, oh, 
practice this is stupid like we three days or whatever of no loops like this is this is a waste of time anyway so I reply I was like yeah I know let's we'll see how it goes so I, I then get a message in a group again but this group is me Marcus and the caddy master in New York and your words were I say we give it another week and we shit off out of it <laughs> Now the difference here is that this caddy master. When you said shit off out of it, I don't think I said that. It was it was it was pretty low key. Where then I just replied straight away. You uh, didn't reply straight. The caddy master was on it, and he just sent question mark. By this time, I'm now wider. I'm I'm up, and I'm saying, you absolute idiot. You've only gone and done it again, even though this is the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, I no. And I replied. I was basically like, oh, that was for, for my. Uh, that was for my uh, marketing job down south. Yes. Which dot, dot, dot. You got out of it. But got good way grief. out of it. Unnecessary stress. Yeah. That's why you're bald. <laughs> that's Literally. Why you're more bald. That's what's done it. The combination of the dunny and Crow's dodgy fat fingers. <laughs> Come on. Oh, crikey. Quality. Moving it left to right. <laughs> Are you kidding? Two things on my agenda that I'd like to rattle through really quickly. Um... The first of which is, I think one of the caddies had a dream about me. Weird. C- correct. Let me run you through this. So I go in a couple days ago. Are you going to tell me about this guy's dream? Well, I'm going to tell you what happened. <laughs> so I go in a couple days ago, and uh, I walk in the shack. I'm just grabbing my pin sheet before I go out. So got my pin sheet. He looks. He turns around, looks at me. He's like, "Hey, Faraday, um, you and uh, you and my dad have the same doctor." Now I'm thinking uh? this is absolutely ludicrous because I don't have a doctor. Second of all, I've got nothing wrong with me. I'm in fine physical health because of the loopy. <laughs> so I'm like, sorry, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, yeah, this uh, the doctor. She he, he said she uh, she said to my dad, um, do you know do you know Faraday? He, he drives the Camaro, which is oddly specific. So uh-huh. I'm thinking, right, that sounds legitimate. So I'm like, who is the doctor? And he doesn't know because it's his dad. So I was like, well, let me know. Because, I mean, I know a few medical people, but I don't, I, don't think, I don't think I know a doctor. Anyway, so I saw him today, and I was, and I was like, um, do you ever find out who that doctor was? And he said to me, oh, well, it's funny, actually. So I asked my dad, like, yesterday, I said, like, who was that doctor you said that you and Faraday share? And he said that his dad was like, son, what are you talking about? <laughs> so this man has just made up some ridiculous story... And it was a dream. It has. To, uh, how else does that happen? What the hell, man? He must have dreamt that his <laughs> his dad went to see my doctor. How bizarre is that? Oh, mate. That, ladies and gents, is what we have to deal with on a weekly basis. The the final thing that I want to touch on is my new segment. New segment. Just your segment. I mean, you play, it can you, be our segment. It could be our segment. I just don't get enough time off to play golf. Exactly. For a jolly well, that's up like fine. you. I love it. Must so, be nice. So, um, I mentioned it last week that... Sorry, what do you want to say? <laughs> I'm just saying. Got to hold down two jobs, mate. It's not It's not easy. I mean, I do it. Anyway. Do you, want, do you want to tell the listeners what your second job really is? What is it? What's your stage name? Gary Glitter. <laughs> <laughs> Come and see me at the Honeypot and Ebor. <laughs> well, how do you know that? 
What? <laughs> 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 See you at the Holy, oh, holy Pot. Ladies and gents, Marcus has caught me out. Gary Glitter. Anyway, so this is my segment. So what I've decided I'm going to do is I'm going to interview the people that I defeat or lose to. And it'll just be a short little segment. Hopefully it'll be entertaining. So this is a follow-on from last week since I didn't get time to have a match this week. But I interviewed the guy I beat. So I'm going to play it for Marcus and then we'll just discuss. And I'll, I'll feed it into the pod when the final comes out. All right, so I'm joined here by Taylor, and uh, I just want to get your thoughts on your big loss against me at East Lake Woodland. <laughs> <laughs> How'd it feel? First I mean, match back, big loss. You know, uh, I got to get the pot going early, and you know, I'm not really too worried about Sorry, it. Sorry, the pot or the pot? The pot. Okay. You know, got to get the pot going, you know, that way you feel comfortable in the future. Yeah. That way, you know, you'll give me a couple shots here in the future, and... Uh, You're getting no shots. I'll probably get about two, I'm thinking. Well, okay. And after that, I mean... It's, it's really no big deal. You're not embarrassed to have lost to me. First match back in Florida. Not at all. You played golf all summer. I played five rounds. Mm, that's not true. Um, anyway, I want to also go back to the guy we played with. Mm, Scott. He was a trip. Yeah. Yeah. No, he uh, yeah, Viet- Vietnam veteran, hair, professional hairdresser. Which is quite ironic because he has no he, hair. He's completely bald. Yeah. He uh, smokes about probably I'd give give or take two and a half grams of wax a day. You know, it, you're lucky his glasses Rex. didn't come off because he has a lazy eye. And oh it re- my god, I wish I saw it. That. Intimidates you. It intimidates you. Yeah. No, he he'll just start screaming at you, and the eye starts going, and you're he's looking at you, but not. Did your boy ever recover from being bullied off the course? Uh, no, he's still he's still uh, still missing. Yeah, he's still in rehab. They're trying to get him taken care of, but you know, it's a lot of emotional damage. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Well, I look forward to making it two and zero very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Quality. <laughs> oh, that is class. Taylor, Taylor's. What was Taylor off? One, two handicap. Yeah. Taylor's a pretty good player. Taylor's a funny geezer. I'll give him that. To be fair, I saw him today as well. Talking about eyes. This man was like constantly rubbing his eye and like looked like he was crying. I don't want to say anything, just you know, just in case. But then he he, he gave a me. bad read, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he looked at me. He goes, I was putting sunscreen on my face, and then I just oh. I looked out. I looked out too quickly, and it just caught me in the eye. And, <laughs> I can't stop crying, man. <laughs> yes. Oh, quality. So, what was the story? Why? Why did he get? Why, why did he leave? What? How did he leave the golf course? This. So, this guy he was talking about, who I don't know, what he was talking about, smokes two or three grams of wax. Wax. Yeah, weed. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not that yeah, I smoke it. I'm I didn't just know. Yeah. Anyway. So this, I've never seen a guy chirp so much. I've sorry, never sorry, sorry, we got to go back. This man's a professional hairdresser and has no hair. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Golly. So, so basically, you're telling me your next career path, you want to be a professional well. hairdresser. That could be job three. Besides <laughs> yes. looping uh, Gary Glitter at the honeypot. <laughs> at the honeypot. Hairdresser. Fantastic. So yeah, this guy just chatted. I, I say chatted. I mean, he would chirp you throughout your, your routine. He'd chirp you throughout the swing. He'd chirp until that ball has landed. Like it was non-stop. I've never seen anything like it. Anyway, so we were playing with him and then one of Taylor's mates. So I, I hadn't met before, and he was like, he was spraying it a little bit. So there was there was this one time in particular. He was he was giving it to everyone, and I was giving it back as well. I was, I, it was quality. I was loving it. So his the the kid that I just met, he's he's blazed one like way right, like miles right, like off the planet. Anyway. So this this guy, the old boy who was chirping, he was on the phone at the time, but he was watching. He was seeing everything happen. So he was by his car on the phone. He's watching this thing go by, 
and he turns around he looks at us he's, and he goes hey hey Brian Brian there's a golf ball coming your way matey boy just hit one of Pasco County <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps going he's like yeah he says he just saw it go past his windscreen <laughs> and this kid he could not hack it so we'd, we'd all hit we're driving down the fairway we get to our balls we turn around the kid's driven he's just driven off wow he couldn't hack it bullied it was quality I, oh, I'd love to play with him again unreal but yeah so that's my first victim but I have a match tomorrow big match so there'll be an update there'll be an interview Clonchy yes Clanchy. can't wait for this he's he gonna, loves it he's gonna be chatting Clonchy loves it he's getting he's getting he's going to bed tonight he nine, is. nine o'clock he, he, he'll go to bed in five minutes he's gonna be so prepared for tomorrow it, it, he can't wait he can't he loves it Bank of Clonch is officially opened <laughs> oh, love it love it love it love it you know what my, my for this season my um, season's resolution is to, to play more with with the boys you've yeah. got it it's I so know, fun I, I love it I'm just on my days off I'm, I work my other job or I um, well, have other things to do but yeah I'm going to play more golf with the boys I will figure it out but yeah episode 13 done and dusted I'm going to be on the recovery uh, no alcohol f- for me till uh, tomorrow. Probably Friday. Oh, quite a long time for you. I know, big time. Actually, I've, I've hydrated very well today. Um, maybe Thursday. We'll see. We'll see how it is. But yeah, another big weekend. Anyway, um, big weekend coming up, isn't there? Season yep. starts on remember, Thursday remember. officially. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. New caddy bibs. Yes. Come oh, on. Big news. Fresh, fresh, fresh bib for the fresh season. And I'm looking forward to it. And honestly, for you ladies and gentlemen who are probably uh, questioning what's going on with that conversation that we had um, on Friday, which I nearly screwed everything up, big movements. I don't wish to say anything because nothing's happened yet. I know, but, but I'm just saying. We have an idea and we want to see excited. what happens. We're excited. Anyway. We, we want to bring joy to everyone. Yeah. Because I tell you what, it's going to be a big season, big year. Great season. Great season. It's coming up. By the way, I don't want to ruin... The, the mood of life right now but it's it's nearly Christmas it's literally October I know but it's nearly Christmas it's weird another <sighs> year god but yeah can't wait buzzing weather's gonna be fantastic and um yeah we'll be back same time next week also for you listeners I still have a job remember last oh, part yeah, I was debating yeah, yeah. whether I was still gonna have a job well we'll find out cause you're going away what next weekend only Friday Saturday Oh, only the busiest two days. Don't worry. With the amount of money I might win this weekend, I might not need to work. Oh, for goodness sakes. For another week. (laughs) And then I'll have to get another job. I guess we'll get an update, see what happens um, in the next step. Love it. Episode 13. Buzzing. Going to keep doing this as long as we can. Forever. Episode 14 coming up next week. See you next week. From Crow's Cave. Ta-da. Ta-da in a bit. Ta-da.